welcome to In Progress, a podcast to help you grow and learn how to become a better version of yourself. Now, here's your host, Michael Cerigliano. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of In Progress. I'm your host, Michael Cerigliano. We got a special guest on today, Tom Yado. He's been day trading for a few years now. Uh, so what, what's one thing that you want the listeners of this episode to really take from this this episode that we did today? So basically, I made a whole thing of things I wanted to go over, and we didn't go over any of them because it's not what I, you know, we didn't go on those topics, but there's one thing I wanted to go over that I think would resonate with most people in here. Um, so basically, we got stimulus checks, right? Yeah. And by the way, and I, by the way, if you do ahead. have more that we didn't go over, you're talking to someone who knows nothing about stocks. So please, if you have anything on there that you wanted to go over, jump in. It's not really trading. It's more like investing, let's say. Well, go ahead. So this, this could go with it. So we all got stimulus checks, whatever. Um, I think it was like two 600s and a 1400 or something. Anyways, it added up to $3,200, I think. Yeah. Total. Within one, I think it was one year. So we can safely say that Everyone should, or at least did. I know people have bills and shit, but unemployment was paying fat stacks. Oh, yeah. Um, everyone should or did have $3,200. Okay. So you had $3,200. You open up a mutual fund with Vanguard, okay? Mm-hmm. Basically, this mutual fund has a bunch of stocks in it. Amazon, Tesla, Microsoft, Google... Meta, aka Facebook, whatever. They're all they're all in there. So you don't even have to you could be stupid. You know what I'm saying? Right. Those stocks are money. They make 10%. This this mutual fund makes 10% every year, year after year. Okay, cool. You take your 3200 it, it's a $3,000 to start the mutual fund. You have 3200 you're straight. You put it in there. You put in um, 165. Do- I'm, this is how I will. Sh- I'm going to sh- show your viewers how to become a millionaire with the money the government gave you. You have $3,200. You put in $165 a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. The average car payment is like $500 a month, $400 a month. 165. That's. I mean, what is that really? You know, it's not like a lot of money. 40 bucks a week. So you're putting 165 in a month, and you're doing that for 40 years. Okay. Mm. You have the interest rate 10 years, year after year. And what do you have after 40 years? $1,021,000. Okay. Using the government's $3,200 and using the $40 a week that you fucking blow on Starbucks and uh, fucking Chipotle and Taco Bell. You Uh know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know you want the money now and everyone wants the money now. But if in 40 years, you can at least guarantee yourself to be a millionaire versus throwing your money away, what would you pick? You know, I obviously everyone all want to be a millionaire now. That's cool. But you might end up being 60 and not being a millionaire. You might as well do this. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now that you mentioned that, because that's actually, I had a conversation with our uncle um, and he kind of touched on it. So I actually want you to go into detail about this. So you're saying that you invest 
are you saying to invest in Vanguard on a monthly basis, or are you talking about investing in just different mutual funds quarterly to increase your money? What, which, what are you talking about exactly? And so, if you have something on your screen that depicts this, please share your screen. Okay. So let me see what I can find here. So go ahead and explain what you got right here. So basically what I have is, uh, oh, oh yeah, this is what I want to show you. So you have VT Sachs and VFIAF, whatever. You go on vancard.com. These are the stocks that are in, like, so if you wanted some Tesla, you would buy this VF. IAX. Uh -huh. So you buy this stock, it has all these stocks plus more, but these are the biggest ones inside of it. So you go with that one, this one has these stocks, but either way, both of these are basically a 10% year over year return. Mm -hmm. And it costs you about 40 cents per thousand dollars you put into it, which is not a big deal. That's like nothing. Right. Um, so, okay. So Basically, any one of those, either one of those, you just need three grand to start with. Hopefully, you guys have it because stimmy. So these are three different things. This is, um, let's say you start with a thousand. You put 120 bucks in a month, uh, which is three, 30 bucks a week, which is nothing. Mm -hmm. And you do it for 10 years. It's not like it's your whole life. Now you have 25 grand. Simple shit like that. Right. What else can you do that with? Not cash. Cash will never give you 10%. Never. Cash will give you 2% and inflation is 2%. So you're net zero. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Gives you nothing. 3,200. Uh, so you start with the stimulus. You put the same 120 in. Now you have 31,000 after 10 years. In 10 years from now, are you going to be really missing the $120 a month? Or are you really going to be missing the $31,000? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're not going to yeah. feel the 120. You'll feel a 31 grand in your account. Oh, hundred percent. I'll tell you right now, you have 31 just in a, some side account that you haven't even looked at. You're really going to be able to do something with that. Now you have money to play with. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's money that you didn't think that you had. Now you take it and you YOLO into Bitcoin. <laughs> now Bitcoin doubles. Now you have 60 grand. Oh shit. Now you take half of it. You, you YOLO into the doggy coin. Oh, you know, that goes up tenfold. Now you have 300 grand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It takes money to make money, but you need to have make money to begin with. Right. So, and then the last one is obviously the one I showed you in how to become a millionaire in 40 years. If you're 20 years old, you could be a millionaire by the time you're 60. So I mean, that's, that's the same. That's the same initial investment. Just $40 more and over 40 years instead. And you're talking about a little over $1 million. Yeah. And how is this going to affect you? When you're 30 years old, this, will, this 165 a month will impact you even less because you should be making more money. Right, exactly. And when you're 40, you should be making even more money. So the ones, you're going to feel the 165 even less than that. Yeah. And it, once you get into the, once you get into the habit of just putting that away, you're not even going to recognize that money's coming out anymore. Cause you see the bigger picture. Some, yeah. I have some bullshit account that I just, I was just like screwing around. And I was like, I wonder if I would feel $30 a week. So I took $30 a week out of my paycheck and put it in some bullshit account that I don't even look at. And now it's like up to $900 and I can literally YOLO that into something and it doesn't even matter. 
Right, exactly. Because I didn't even know I had it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just on a that's a small scale thing. So and that's how, who's not even putting it in anything. So how are you investing this money? Are you doing it through the like TD Ameritrade or are you talking about doing this through like a Roth? So this money you would have to do you'd have to go on bank to, to get the 10% annual return. It's not going to be a Roth IRA because it's super limited. You can only put a certain amount of money into it every year. Really? It's, I would say it's not as good as this. You would go on Vanguard.com. You would literally sign up for a mutual fund account. And you would put your three grand in there. And then after, you know, you have your three grand in there, you put it all in one of these, the VT, SAX, or the other one. And you just F off, you know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. can do a direct deposit into the account so that it buys it every month for you. And you don't even think about it. Right. Or if you have a company that's good, you know, and you get a 401k from them. Um, most 401ks, a lot of, a lot of 401ks are Vanguard. So you can pick these mutual funds through your 401k and then your company's giving you a percentage bit. You should all, if your company is giving you 3% back on what you're putting in to your 401k, you need to max that out. Don't put 1% in because you want your paycheck to be bigger. You're an idiot. Put the full 3% in. Your, your company's giving you free money. Take all of it, you know? Right. I know it's not in your check now, but who gives a shit? Right, exactly. So, so there's a way to link your 401k to Vanguard to essentially just monthly put money into this mutual fund? You have to see what your 401k, what company they work with. Mm -hmm. Most are Vanguard, but there is other ones and they all have funds that are similar to this Vanguard fund. You just have to see what is comparable. Right. Look for, a, they'll have a list of funds that you can invest in. Pick the one that invests in U.S. stocks. It'll say U.S. domestic stocks. Go through each one. It'll be a large cap because you want companies that are large. That's the mm. easy way to remember it. U.S. stocks, large cap because you want large stocks. You can click it and it'll tell you exactly what stocks are in it. If you see Facebook, Microsoft, Amazon, you just put your money into it. You don't even think about it. So does, does Vanguard change the stocks they invest on based on how the market's doing or will they always be in these specific stocks? So I believe the VTS. So the VTSAX is. I forget it's technology or something like that company. So it's really going to be mostly geared towards that, but it's going to be large cap stocks. So it's going to be very big companies. It might change. Like it might be Microsoft that they're buying the most of one month. And then like, I think they do it quarterly. They rebalance quarterly. Yeah. So every four months. And then all of a sudden it might be Amazon that they're buying the most of, but it's always going to be someone like that, you know? Right. Just huge companies. Yeah. And then the other one is the top 500 companies based on market cap. So it's basically the biggest companies that are in the U S stock market. So that's when you're going to be a little bit more diversified. That's when you're going to be able to get, um, you'll get a, a like a, a Ford's doing really good. Maybe they'll be up there with Microsoft. So now you have a car company with that, with Tesla and then with Google, whatever. So, right. So, but either so you, way, they, they both have the same return. 
pretty much. Right. So you're um you're going to Vanguard, starting an account with Vanguard, and then you're linking your 401k with these mutual funds. Well, no, no, no. The van- so the 401k you can't do shit with. It's based on your company. So if you have a company that gives you a 401k, cool. You know, do what I just said. If you if your company does not give you money, does not have a 401k set up for you, you need to do it on your own. Mm-hmm. That's when you go to Vanguard. That's when you sign up for a mutual fund, and that's when you find one of these two mutual funds and you put your own money into it. Your company will have nothing to do with that. You'll just have to take responsibility and do it on your own. But as you can see, it's worth doing. Absolutely. So is there a similar to a Roth? Is there a penalty for pulling out? at any point in time, or is it like a stock where it's like, it is what it is you can pull out? No, I, I think for them, see, I don't know about the mutual funds I you might be able to pull out. I don't know. I know 401k you can't until you're like 55 or 60. The Roth you can, but not on earnings, I think, or something like that. You, whatever you put in, you can take out, but you can't take out what you made. Mm. The mutual funds you, you would have to check, but I'm pretty sure you can pull out whatever you want because it's basically... Like, it's like you're trading stocks. It's just your money you put in there. There's no real, you know, you're still paying. It's the money you put in there is you already been taxed on it. Right. Like you're making taxes on it. Exactly. So is there anything else in this PowerPoint that we should go over? Because that was a gem and I was about to end a podcast before we even went over that. Um, well, I have a slide right here I can share with you that kind of puts it into perspective for what people think they need and what they really need. So you can see here that based on what we talked about, what you should do, this is kind of like pushing you in that direction, like giving Mm -hmm. you a little kick in the ass. Right. How much money do you plan on saving to be comfortable in retirement? 34% of millennials. I imagine most people that watch your, your podcasts, YouTube are in that bracket, maybe Gen Z, whatever. Um, you, they think they need less than 200 K to retire comfortably. Uh, experts suggest 1.18 million. Well, that's just in line with exactly what I said earlier, which is you should probably put the 165 a month into your retirement and not worry about it. So that way, if anything happens to you, when you're at retirement age, you can freaking retire. Right. Exactly. Cause I mean that 1.18 million is going to have to last you however long you live after retirement. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, who knows? You could live for a long time after that. Yeah, exactly. And you'd be fucked. 200,000. I mean, that's even on a, like, even on like a minimum wage right now, like 50,000 a year is tough to get by. So say you were even doing that 50,000 a year, that's only four years and then you're just fucked. Yeah. So, I mean, you got, you just have to think, it's hard to think about it though. And that it's so long-term, but it just makes so much sense, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know myself personally, I've never, I've never thought about retirement at all. Like not even, I haven't done a 401k Roth IRA. I just started investing in the stocks. I just got yeah. Vanguard like within the past year, like I've done nothing. And yeah, that's, that's, I guess I got lucky because I didn't really go the college route and I went the um, the trade route 
and then when you go that route where you learn it like like an electrician or whatever when you go that route those companies they set 401ks up for you so i learned it at a young age that hey my money keeps going into this thing and it keeps making me more money you right. know and i don't have to do shit all i have to do is just keep working right you know? um how does, how does it work with a 401 how does it work with a 4 with a 401k if you change jobs though you can just roll it over into a personal thing so you you would roll it over into your own kind of mutual fund or or i think you could roll it over into a roth ira it wouldn't be part of your company anymore they wouldn't be putting money into it but you would keep all your money and you could roll it over into another type of Basically the same investment, but you manage it yourself now. Got you, got you. Okay, yeah, that's honestly like that's it. Yeah, one thing that definitely should, I feel like it should be stressed much more than it is, is planning for retirement is so huge. And nobody, I mean, nobody my age gives two shits about that. Like me personally, my mentality, I know both of my brothers, like all my friends, it's just like, I'm 27, 25, 21. What do I got to worry about me at 64? But like when you're 60, you're going to be like, fuck me at 21 for not thinking about me. Cause now I got to work at Walmart as a greeter for the rest of my life. I mean, yeah. And it's not only that, like you want more money in your paycheck. I get it. And then you want to put money in your savings account. I get it. But cash, cash is death nowadays with inflation and the way the economy is. If you look at cash over the past 20 years, if you just kept it in your bank account and got your bullshit interest rate, you'd make 2% on your money and that's basically covers inflation. But if you invested in even the most garbage, you know, mutual fund stock that did the average return, you'd be making 8%. So four times your money to not, to, to not do anything else with it. You're keeping it in one account versus the other account. Right. Just put it in the other account. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're still the same amount of money is leaving your account, but now yeah. you're making money on top of that money as opposed to just covering inflation. And um, I can share this screen. I'll, I'll this this will be the last thing I share, anyways. But um, so this is basically the S and P 500. It's the most, I would say, the most well-known kind of people base everything on this chart. So this, this only goes back to 1994 right here. Um, but as you can tell, even when it goes down, it goes up. It only goes up. You right. know what I'm saying? There's times when, yeah, it went up a ton and then it goes side. It never goes back down to where it was. Right. Like 1994. Look how far away we are from 1994. Exactly. We're light years away from 1994. Even if you bought... So the way I laid this out was even if you bought, so everyone knows 2008 was the worst financial disaster ever, blah, blah, blah. But everyone went bankrupt. Yeah. Even if you bought at the peak of that, all you had to do was wait six years and then you were back to break even. Right. And then if you did another six years, you doubled your money. So that's 12 years and you double your money. If you kept it in a bank account, yeah, you didn't lose money. But then you also kept it in there another six years and you didn't make any money. So now people in the stock market, even if they bought at the worst time ever in the history of the stock market, are still ahead of you. So you need to realize that it, eventually it's going to go up. 
And that's supposing you're the most unlucky motherfucker in the world and you bought right. at the exact high, you know? If you would have bought any time after that, I mean, your money, I mean, you would have already tripled your money, basically. That's fucking so, wild. Yeah. It, people get, they, they hear that, like, they, they get stuck in this loop of stock market. Oh, if it crashes. Yeah, it crashes. It always crashes. It's crashes since forever. But guess who has their money in the stock market just as well as you do? The politicians. Do you think they're going to want it to go to zero? I don't think so. Right. That means their money goes to zero and they're never going to let that happen. Right. So you're, it's all, it's, it's actually safer to be investing in these stocks than it is to keep it in a bank account. If, if you invest in the right stocks and if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, buy a mutual fund because it buys all the best stocks and it just right. crushes ass every year, year over year. You don't have to think about anything. You just retire rich. You know what I'm saying? And then right. in the meantime, you, you do your little day trading. You do your little long-term shit. Maybe you make it sooner, but at least in the long-term, you'll be able to retire a millionaire because you're going to have to. Otherwise, what are you going to do? You're going to, yeah. I mean, you live off the government. The government will pay you 1400 Social Security is $1,400 a month right now. Maybe 1600 now. Right. You ain't balling off 1600 a month. No shot. No you're shot just at all. living. That's... You got to pay rent and shit. You barely you know live off You got to buy groceries. Groceries are going up. My steak's expensive as hell. <laughs> I mean, my whiskey's expensive as hell. It's bullshit, man. Damn. You got to get rich because they're going to bury you. You're balling out over there anyway. Yeah, somewhat. And then buy a house. Buy a house? Buy a damn house. Yeah? Yes, buy a house. But, you know, when you make some money, buy a house. Stop renting. You got to buy a house. That's true. Yeah, we covered that uh, in a previous episode. One of my uh, one of my buddies was talking about how buying a house is renting makes no sense, and it really doesn't. Yeah, you're just putting money into nothing every single fucking month. Just a heads up for people out there listening to the show: if you're looking at buying a house or considering it, Bank of America has a program right now. You can qualify for 17, I used it. You can qualify for $17,000. They'll give you $17,000 towards your down payment and your closing costs, which you, you could easily use all of that. You don't even have to pay it back. You could literally buy a house, close on it. They'll give you the 17 grand and sell it the next day. You, I mean, you shouldn't do that, but. I'm sorry, You what? could literally do that. Really? I did that. They gave me all the money. There's no stipulation with that 17000 Zero. All you have to do is make below a certain amount of money for your median area, which is not hard to do because the, the median area is usually really high. So if you don't qualify for it all, you'll at least qualify for half of it. Look into it. It takes longer to get, but it's so worth it. Damn. I was, I was talking to... Uh... When I was talking to my buddy on the podcast, he was talking about first-time homebuyer in FHA. That's just a scot-free yeah. loan. Or not even. That's them give, just giving you money. Yeah. FHA, you got to be careful because there is um, um, there's a – so if you buy a house for $300,000 – I'm not going to be able to do the math now, but if you buy a house for $300,000, they are going to make you put up 1.5% of $300,000, whatever that is. I'm not doing the math. A lot of money. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're not going to get that money back, and they're going to tack it onto the end of your loan. 
However, if all you can do is FHA, if that's all you qualify for, you can put less down, which is nice. Uh, you can get lower interest rates, that's good. But if you can qualify for a regular, go that route. Don't just go for FHA. There's a there's a mortgage insurance thing. You look into it. That's that's why yeah. I didn't do it. Let's put it that way. Okay. Damn. Jesus. That was a that was a lot of good shit right at the end. I like that. Yeah. What else you got in the arsenal? You got anything else in there? Uh, I don't know. Let me look through my slip. No, I don't. I, I don't. I mean, that's pretty much it. The thing is, if you don't save, you're going to be fucked. And uh, it's easy to save if you break it down in a way like you can't save 165 a month, right? But you right. can do a side hustle, right? Right. Like easily. You could be stock trading. It's going to take you longer. It's going to take you years. You could do a right now side hustle. You can go deliver for Postmates. You can go drive for Uber. My girl buys shit at the um, Goodwill and flips it and makes 10 grand a year. There you go. 10 grand a year. Put in a mutual fund. Now you're a millionaire in 40 years. Actually, if you did 10 grand, you, I mean, you would make even more. Damn. But you see what I'm saying? There's, there's ways to do things. You just have to be creative. You know, you could do the, you're doing the YouTube thing. You can make money off of that. The thing is, whatever you do, you have to put your effort into it. You can't just assume you're going to half-ass it and, and fucking make money off of it. You got to put in the work. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. No, um, I mean, side hustles now are just such a regular thing, too. Like, everyone kind of yeah. has that thing they do. People do. If you think about it, this is a little, little thing I broke down. You could easily waste four hours a day bullshit youtube you could be watching things on youtube that you don't even like that actually make you depressed you could be watching netflix you can easily waste four hours yeah that's what 28 hours a week uh 112 hours a month like three weeks that's 40 hours a week uh that's 36 weeks a year that you waste okay and um your time is worth like what, $20 an hour right now if you're young. So that's like $27,000 a year you could be wasting right now. But your time is going to become more and more valuable as you get older because you should be making more money. So let's say you are worth $40 an hour and you're wasting 112 hours a month. $53,000 a year you're wasting. You have, to, you have to put things in that perspective. Damn. You know, even if you cut the four hours you waste a day into two hours and put that towards something productive, that's a way you can make a little bit more money maybe in the future. 100%. I couldn't have said it better. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're a lot smarter than I thought, man. I'm just saying, think about it. All I'm saying is look into it. That's all I'm saying. Look into it. Do your research. Yeah. No, um, honest. So before I, I, I don't want to end it now. Is there anything else you got? <laughs> no, I mean, that's it. I mean, just, you just don't want to waste time because you're going to start. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where your audience is, but like, well, as you get older, you're going to, you're going to waste more and more time. It's easy to waste time. They want invest in the companies that are making you waste your time. Okay. Buy the mutual fund that has the Facebook that you're wasting the time on, that has the YouTube that you're wasting your time on. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, make them pay you back for all the time that you're wasting on them. It's so easy. 
take the stimulus, invest it. You know, if you can't do a side hustle till you have three grand, when you have the three grand, blow, you know, fuck the side hustle. You don't want to do this shit anymore. But you have the three grand, put it in there and stop buying Starbucks. You don't need the Frappuccino. I buy the Frappuccino. I earn the Frappuccino, but you don't need the Frappuccino. Exactly. Exactly right. Well, no, I wanted honestly, to. I shouldn't, the, I shouldn't buy the frappuccino either. No, you gotta buy that. I mean, if if you if you got it, like you're buying steak and whiskey, you might as well buy the frappuccino. Yeah, uh, sometimes I'm Jones and I gotta get a little bit. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I, I can't I can't blame you. I do the same thing, and I don't invest in anything, so it could be worse. <laughs> Twenty bucks a week, just try it out. I'm. I'm gonna hurt. I guarantee you, I will be doing that asap. No joke. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, I think that's, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I don't know if there's anything else. Yeah, make your bed in the morning. That's a common thing going around the internet. Wow. Yeah, life sets you up for success in the rest of the day. Damn. Okay. Okay. Well, ever since I started doing that, I became successful. I'll be honest with you. Really? Yeah, you set a goal and you accomplished it first thing in the morning. That just sets you up for success the whole rest of the day. Hmm. I got to start making my bed. You have to. Damn. Get that's up, the, you make it, that's you accomplish it. Military shit. Yeah. And even if you come home at the end of the day, you have a shit day, you come home, you walk in your bedroom, you got a fresh ass fucking crisp bed that you come home made to. Even if you have the shittiest day in the world, that'll brighten your day up. That's how you win. That's double winning. You win in the morning, then you win in the afternoon. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I, did, I didn't think this podcast was going to be a full life lesson, and I'm so glad it is. Yeah. Well, you know, I just, you know, you just have to learn from the people that have been through it. And, uh, you know, I've been through some shit, so I'd like to preach it to some people that might be younger that might be watching. No, 100%. Save money, I mean, don't buy cars. The people, the people that are going to be watching this, uh, primarily the demographics between uh, 20 and 30. So definitely. And you're like, what, 50 now, right? Yeah, 55. Well, 55, 54. Damn. I forget. After 21, I didn't really need to keep track of shit anymore. Um, uh, You're kind of right about that. After 21, it's yeah. all downhill. Yeah, what does it matter? But you look good for 55. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, I wanted to thank you for sharing all of this shit on the podcast and everything you did. It was amazing. So thank you so much yeah. for coming on and making the time. Yeah, yeah. No problem. I appreciate you having me on. It was actually fun. I've never done this before. And uh, maybe get on some other time. Absolutely. Um, If anybody has any questions about stocks, day trading, the mutual funds, any of that shit, because this is shit that like, you actually are going to need to implement ASAP. Anyone who's in their 20s, you should be doing this now. Like this isn't something to wait on. The math is right there. Um, any questions you have about any of this shit, feel free to put in the comments because I will be having Tom back to talk about this again. Um, he's full of wisdom, 55 years old. That's a lot of life. That he's <laughs> <lived>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, make sure to like and comment, subscribe, everything on the podcast. It's going to be videos like this all the time, just teaching you different ways to make sure that you're set up for success in life. I want to thank you guys for watching In Progress again. Have a great day.